What's up people, welcome back to another episode, happy new year and happy new lockdown. Yes, we are back in yet another lockdown, lockdown number three, and I think this one is slightly different than number one and two, purely because, you know, weather's pretty poor, moods are pretty down, however, I still think there's a lot of opportunity there to improve, improve your training, improve your nutrition, especially myself, you know, at first, you're feeling down, self-loading, bit of pity, but then after like seven minutes, I was like, okay, let's get my shit together, let's get proactive, let's make 2021 and January and lockdown some bit productive and do what we can to ensure that we actually enjoy some of it and it's just not all misery and pain. So in a nutshell, what I wanted to do was break down how we can go about restructuring and pivoting our training and nutrition during this lockdown and what resources we can use that isn't available to us if we were in a different area at the moment with the restrictions that we have. And this is really important because when you live on an island in Ireland, it is quite difficult to get heavy products sent to us, delivered to us, so we have to make do with what we have. This has resulted in my own training over the last two lockdowns being quite sporadic. It was not really well thought out. I didn't put as much time into it because I didn't have the necessary resources for training. Now, this could be a basic exercise band, some parallettes, or it could also actually be dumbbells, which is always the goal. So what I wanted to do was go through the different stages in equipment, how we can really make this kind of proactive, where we can get the resources from and make sure that we can actually progress at some small level along the way. Now, I broke up this area into three different stages of equipment. All of these I've actually gone through over all the lockdowns. So the first one is having literally sweet fuck all. This is where you have no access to equipment whatsoever. And at the very most, you have a backpack with a bag full of books, few other things in there that you can barely do push-ups with, do a couple of like shoulder presses with the bag, and that's much it. That was me throughout all the first lockdown. I was not reactive. I was coming back from Thailand and I didn't actually have the time to go onto Amazon, eBay and buy shit up. Now, I regret that because as a result, you know, my physique and my training really took a hit and then I wanted to make up for that on a second lockdown. Now, when it came to the second lockdown, I looked at basic exercise bands. Now, again, this pretty much slows down the inevitable. Your physique is gently slowing, but the rate of decline is much less than having nothing at all. Now, throughout the second lockdown, I had some training in place, I had a reasonable structure, however, I fell down in other areas, such as my nutrition, that is another area I will be discussing. And then the third step of this, which I think is most important, is having some sort of dumbbells, weights, any bit of equipment that you can put together. I think this is the most important, even if you're scrambling for weights, you have a combination of 10s, 15s, 20s, whatever, I think you can get through it with very little decline, if anything, just staying roughly the same. Now, I really am a believer that you're either going forward or backwards. I think that, you know, it may not be optimal, but you can definitely get a decent workout and have some sort of training in place. This is what I'm aspiring to in the third lockdown, and this is what I've spent the last roughly two days doing a lot of research to find where we can get the best products at a cheap rate that are versatile as fuck, because the whole idea here is that you know, we're not all on that influencer cash and have all this money to deck out a gym. Like I saw people online spending something like 50,000 euro on building a gym at home. And no, that's cool. And I would really wish I could do that. And if I had that money, I don't know actually what I buy. I don't know what I build that if I actually had the money. But having said that, I would like to have a gym access to me, even though I don't. That doesn't mean that I'm just going to fall apart and end up looking like I'm 12 years old again. Because the thing is, when I stop going to the gym, 
I lose all the size that kind of like impact you get from training so much and I genuinely look like I'm making my holy communion I'm 12 years old so I'm trying to avoid that as much as fucking possible for this lockdown because I think that this isn't really gonna like be over in like fucking a month or two we could face more restrictions in the future and I am therefore equipping myself with resources that I need now such that I can just continue a level of training that I quite enjoy because this is what I'm really passionate about and this is what I really like doing so why not just try get some shit together so where do we get the equipment from and I want to speak from a perspective of we're living in Ireland or if you're living in the UK or wherever but specifically Ireland because we live on an island it is quite difficult to get shit in here that is very big very kind of cumbersome and it's a bit awkward therefore importing dumbbells that are 30 kg will cost you a lot of money man and it's quite difficult to do and that's why not a lot of people have been doing it now when I was looking around I was factoring in all different areas and one thing that you may have heard of before it's been in the news is called Brexit I don't know have you heard about it but basically in a nutshell it's a lot of like old people trying to come to some agreement and they're not really doing a good job with it but what this means for me and for you is that importing products from the UK is kind of difficult it's like a bit more expensive or else they don't really get here so I've actively avoided buying stuff from the UK what I've done instead was using Amazon as my resource is avoided amazon.co.uk because the products on it are actually not great as an alternative I'm using amazon.nl amazon.nl is for Netherlands or amazon.de for Germany shipping is substantially less and the delivery time is a lot sooner as well it is coming from mainland Europe you could also try a couple of different combinations of other places in mainland Europe but what this is really good for is buying products sending them across Ireland in relatively decent time I'll go through what I've bought and how I bought it but they're all coming within about a week which I think is pretty good for kind of what I got and that's really important now, when I'm looking around, there's different areas that you can buy. So if I'm using Amazon to import something, what I've been using is Netherlands or Germany. Having said that, what I'm trying to get on this platform is the best bang for my buck. Now, as I said, when I started off for the second lockdown, I wanted to buy exercise bands and parallettes. Parallettes are just decent for push-ups, some kind of like incline, decline, and they're pretty you know, all well-rounded just for some chest exercises. But the exercise bands for me is something that I saw which was very much fit for purpose and it was simple and effective. Now, one thing you have to be aware of when you're buying exercise bands is that some of them, the quality is kind of shit. Like, they have come from sweatshops. You have to be aware of that. And as a result, the actual tension in the band doesn't really replicate a cable machine in the gym. Now, that is something to be very cognizant of when you're using it because I've actually hurt my shoulder with it. I've picked up a small impingement on my shoulder because of the bands not actually being well put together. And now that is the issue. Having said that, I wanted to get bands because they were very versatile. I could do a combination of pulling exercises, pushing exercises, leg exercises with these bands and depending on the resistance I put on them myself, I could actually get up a certain decent weight, which was quite substantial. When I was looking at this, I picked up bands between 30 and 45 euro. It's cheap, it's cheerful, it will do a lot of the shit you want to do. Now, I'll talk about how you want to use these bands in a while, but again, they are versatile. That is the aim in this. Now, the next step here for me was going up to essentially that stage three of equipment, having dumbbells, having a bench press, and where could I get them from? Now, I was looking around, and if you are in Ireland, you would be aware of Dundeal and Gumtree. Dundeal is kind of shit, not gonna lie. Gumtree is absolutely shocking. I feel like 
to be honest, if I was to like hide a dead body, I'd hide it on Gumtree because no one ever uses it and it's just pretty dead and it's all around pretty awful. However, you may be able to pick up certain kind of gems one off, but I really think that that's not a good resource for getting these large products. I think your best bet is Amazon. Now, perfect example is a bench press. So I was looking on Dundeal and Gumtree and I was seeing guys, man, I was seeing guys trying to sell me a bench press for like 700 euro. Like the bench presses would have been from Argos, they would have been like 60 quid and they were literally like fucking maxed out to like seven, 800 quid, which is just crazy carry on. Now, what I recommend is hopping on that Netherlands, that Germany, Amazon and have a look around. I picked up a bench, it was a multifunctional, you know, adjustable bench that was like 80 euro off Amazon. It's getting here in one week time and for me that is perfect because when I try to create a new training program or adjust my current training program, which is very important, all I need fundamentally is a strong bench to get going. Even if you have bands, if you don't get dumbbells, this is a pretty good, well-rounded tool to have. And again, before I would have been like, no, gyms are going to open, it's going to be chill, I'll get back and I can get back into my own rhythm. I tried to get back fit for the last month in December and it's been very difficult because Christmas comes up, I went home for a bit, then I come back and gyms close again. So I want to have a nice rhythm such that I can you know, train at my ease and not have to worry about I don't have the equipment that I need. So that is why I thought Amazon and picking up a correct bench press, that is new. This is also new as well, bear in mind. It's not going to be like super second hand and I think it's a good idea. Now, the next area and the fundamental of training is actual some decent weights. Now, again, when you're in Ireland, you can't get them delivered to you really, um, if, even if they're created in Ireland because it's going to cost a lot of cash. I did a lot of research over the last two days and I was really trying to weigh up what, you know, what do I need? What can I get that will be multi-purpose, versatile, and will complete all my compound movements. So compound movements would be like my chest, you know, any type of any type of big kind of movement as well as my isometric movements. So it would be, you know, essentially your curls, your rear delt flies, all that good stuff. And I was like, where can I get something like this that would not absolutely like rinse me financially? Because I don't want to exactly spend hundreds and hundreds of euro decking out my front living room because it's not really ideal. It's just not really like practical. And I don't really like doing things like that. I don't really like investing hugely in something that I may not use forever. So I was looking around and what I wanted to do was have two sets of weights. I wanted to get a higher weight for compounds and a lower weight for isometric. And I did a bit of kind of looking about and I thought 30 kg for my compounds would be okay. Because what this would do would allow me to do bench press, incline bench, decline bench if possible, shoulder press, rows and all that good stuff now again it's not optimal but it's perfect it will still fit for purpose i will still be able to get to that hypertrophy range i'll still be able to train and get some sort of decent quality workout in from my isometric i really wanted to get something around 12 and a half kg 12 and a half was kind of a sweet spot i could do some bicep curls some tricep extensions i could do a lot of rear delt flies i could do a lot of just isolation movements and i thought it was a sweet spot if anything it was a little bit high i could have gone a little bit lower so I had this plan and I was like, I want to get these two sets of weights. Where will I go looking for them? I go back on the likes of Dundeal and Gumtree, you know, these fucking inherently terrible fucking platforms. But I do come across something really interesting. If you're in Dublin or if you're in somewhere else in Ireland, there are people that are creating their own weights at the moment. There's some guys with like a cement truck and he's a like garden and he's like throwing cement in there and he has them weighted out perfectly. And they do look pretty decent. Now, a caveat is that if you are buying weights off someone who has created them themselves, you have to ensure that they are the correct weight. You don't want to buy a 30 kg dumbbell 
and it ends up being 29 kg and the other one ends up being 31.5 kg because then when you're going to end up with one massive arm and one tiny arm and we all just don't want that there comes a bit of common sense to it but I did find someone in Dublin who has been creating his own weights that sells to some kind of like individual freelancers or whatever you want to call them for a couple of years and I was able to pick up 30 kg and 12 and a half kg for around 120 euro which for me is an absolute steal because I compared it to the traditional hex dumbbells that you would see in gyms and they're in around 250 260 including delivery now I will simply just show up at the weekend and collect these weights he's currently making them i know there's other people doing them at the moment and these guys are actually making a killing by the way so a good alternative if you're not looking to spend a lot of cash but with this though it's all about location and you know we have this 5k rule so we have to stay within this 5k perimeter and unless you are in these vicinities picking up this weight may not be possible but i would definitely recommend it because this is definitely a cheaper alternative and it could be a really good option so at this stage you will either have some sort of exercise bands, you'll have some sort of like parallettes or basic weights and a basic bench press. With this, the idea here is to not optimize every single workout like you used to do in a regular gym. If you come in with the expectation that, oh, I wanna train just like I used to do in the gym, you will be left disappointed because we cannot emulate what happens in the gym entirely to 100% if we are not in the gym. It's just pretty common sense, no? But having said that though, we are trying to get the very most out of every session and that is why I'm still replicating a lot of the training I would do in a gym. I am not changing to these 30 second booty workouts and doing all this different kind of mad shit just because, you know, I'm at home and it has to be more aerobic. Not necessarily am I doing that. I'm of course doing more higher volume stuff because the weights I have are quite limited. But that's not to say that I am moving away from my current training regime as a whole. So when I'm looking at this, I'm trying to make the most with the environment that I'm presented with. I'm using the weights that I have, I'm categorizing them as a scarce resource, and I'm making them as versatile as fuck to make the most out of what I have. It's pretty much, it's pretty fair, you know, it's not, they're not really asking that much of me. So when I break down this training, what I've done in the last lockdown was very much an upper lower body split. Now with that has come advantages and disadvantages. So the advantage of this was that I was able to replicate a lot of my training. I was able to do a lot of chest workouts which is a combination of just loading up a gear bag and doing weighted push-ups decline incline as well as using the bands for flies which was pretty beneficial i could also do a lot of rows with the bands i could do a high row or i could do a low row with the bands around just a pole or whatever and that was pretty chill it kind of got me working and i was also able to do a lot of shoulder workouts with this on the lower body end of scales when I had these when I had these bands I was quite limited I could do a series of split squats RDLs and with the backpack I could do walking lunges and goblet squats again it didn't get everything for me but essentially it did work out pretty well and I was pretty satisfied with how the training was going now the disadvantage of this I felt was that I couldn't train as much as I wanted to because I'm at home I wanted to just do some sort of exercise every day you know like I'm literally sitting at home I'm doing fuck all I'm at my computer for 9 10 hours a day I'm in my bed for like 6 7 hours a day I want to at least do some bit of exercise so when I was training this upper lower split I felt that my body was fatiguing very quickly I would come back around towards doing another upper upper body and what happened was a lot of my muscles would be quite exhausted and they weren't recovering as quickly now because of this I just had a little think yesterday and I was like okay I want to still continue and make sure that it's kind of like I'm in a gym but how do I do this so how I approach it was still upper lower upper but how I would change it around is having upper with an emphasis of push movements, lower body, and another upper workout with an emphasis on pull workouts. 
this gave me the kind of well-rounded training that I wanted. Now, as I'm gonna move up with weights, this is much more approachable and much more practical. When it comes to my training now, and even if I have bands, or now that I have a series of weights that are pretty basic or whatever, I can do a push workout, which will have chest, shoulders, triceps, even a bit of abs in it, so just keep myself kind of ticking over. Go to a lower body then, and I'll have a series of split squats, RDLs, goblet squats, walking lunges, pretty chill. And then go to my next upper body session and have a pull workout, which will be a series of just my bands I'm going to use, rows with the dumbbells, rear delt flies, bicep curls, and abs again. It's pretty chill, pretty basic. I'm trying to work to that higher rep range because I, I have no other choice. So I'm going to be always in between 12 to 15 reps. Now that's that's pretty okay. It's no problem here. Three sets to four sets for each exercise. And for me, it keeps the blood ticking over, keeps the body ticking over. And it's pretty perfect for the environment that I'm in. With this, I just simply take a break after three days, give it a, give it a rest for a day and just get back at it afterwards. And with the day off that I have, it's just a lot of kind of cardio, a lot of kind of walking, you know, keeping up that activity level because the thing is here, our activity has dropped substantially due to the fact of the weather. Now, we're not exactly living in Alaska, but nonetheless, the weather is substantially different than the summer. Obviously, this is this is obvious. So the natural incline to want to go outside and complete five to 10,000 steps has decreased. I've even known it myself. I don't really want to walk to the park in the evening considering it's dark at 3 p.m. So it becomes a little bit more difficult to do the things that I actually particularly enjoy. I have tried to factor in an element of cardio into every one of my days, even if it's 20 minutes or 30 minutes, as well as training. This will keep me just in check. It's not going to let me blow up. It's going to be pretty consistent and also will relieve a lot of the stress that I have through work or other areas of my life, to be honest. So yeah, that covers the training. And what's important to note here is whether you just have bands or dumbbells or just a bag in your back, you can still hit the same workouts you're doing in a gym, just at a different level overall. Now, the next area here, which is more important than your training, I think, is your nutrition. This is where the battle is going to be won or lost. And I really, really do believe that. As I touched on previously, with the decrease in daily output from walking, engaging, just doing outdoor activity, there is more and more emphasis on our diet to abide by. This is pretty common sense, so I'm not going to pretend like this is like fucking something brand new. But what is new is the new lockdown, and that's why it becomes more important for this more so than anything else, to have a really well-structured understanding of how your diet is going to work. Now, I do understand that people were, like, smashing food effort inside their Christmas, and I was the exact same. There were stages where I was just, like, eating a box of Kimberly to myself, and I just, like, had literally no interest in what I was doing. I was just, like, smashing it for no reason, thinking that i get back to the gym afterwards, and i go back to the gym for, like, two days, and everything's closed again. So, you know, that is... That is the story, that's the reality of life. We all don't live this perfect fucking macro lifestyle 24 seven. So we just have to deal with what we have at the moment. And it's not ideal, but what we have to do is just make adjustments. And that is what I've actively tried to do. Now, I think diets can be broken down into two aspects. There's the simply counting your macros and your calories, or there is a not counting. I will always move towards the counting element. Just because of the fact that when you count, you have definite, you understand, you know, what is the actual complete amount I can eat a day, or if I've reached that target, or if I've gone over that target, it's a little bit more definitive. However, I do understand that most people don't have time to be in my fitness pal for 24 hours of the day, seven days a week, and that's completely fair, you know, I think you have to be pretty committed or somewhat interested to do that. So at the very least, I think a real cleanup of your diet is fundamental. You can really begin at being in a supermarket and just not going around 
buying shit that you know you're going to end up eating that is like bad for you you know a bit of common sense understanding of what are quality foods for yourself what are actually going to be not helpful or not driven towards what i actually want which is staying in shape or getting bigger or getting leaner and then making these adjustments accordingly so if you're not going to count you know basic idea is you do want to decrease your carbohydrates decrease the starch carbs that you're having in your foods because you're not aware of the overall impact so i would move away from a lot of that kind of thick white bread you know loads of fucking white rice it's already not going to be that helpful in the long run keeping your diet pretty consistent in check having a high protein of lean meat in your diet is just pretty much fundamental and also just having a look at your overall fat profile and thinking really is this pizza going to be helpful towards me in the long run i think most people will look at it and think maybe this isn't a good idea i should put down the fifth donut now if you are going to count and you do want to make that actual conscious decision which i'd recommend it's always important to try to take in your natural baseline, your total daily expenditure for that day. We can all just find a calculator online. You would have heard this 101 times from every YouTuber, but I'm only saying it because it runs into the fact of pivoting your training and your nutrition. Now, if you do find one of those calculators online and you want to do that, it will give you a very good representation of your maintenance calories. And this is quite important. Putting in your height, your weight, your activity level, your age are just a couple of variables that you put in that will give you your overall total daily expenditure calories. So, if you're in around 2500 from there what i would kind of look at is like okay we are not out that much our activity level could be between five and six thousand steps a day maybe training once a day or once every two days therefore i want to make a conscious decision to reduce my calories for this period of four weeks and this is what i've done on lockdown two and what i'll be doing on lockdown three i will take my baseline so let's say it's 2500 i will remove 10 to 15 percent so between 250 and 375 calories and i will make that adjustment you know when i look it down i just have a high protein diet and a very moderate carbs and a very moderate fat so usually my breakdown would be in around 190 grams of protein in around 280 grams of carbs and around 60 grams of fat and i think you know overall you're pretty much in check around here in around 2300 calories. and this will not like let me get on stage you know next year but what it will do is just make sure that I can take corrective action when lockdown is over and I'm not completely out, out of shape because I think it's important not to be a victim of your environment and think just because everything is going against us doesn't mean I have to let this all happen. As I said, initially, I was literally like, why the fuck is this happening? I just want to be able to do the things that I enjoy, but then I have to readjust pivot off this and just make corrective action overall i think this is a pretty decent structure you know it is four weeks but this could be a lot longer we're not really too sure at the moment so i think this overall structure is kind of decent may not be you may enjoy it, you may not in a nutshell i think get onto amazon netherlands or germany check out some of the benches some of the resistance bands some of the weights in an irish setting check dundeal check gumtree have a look around also look at things like facebook marketplace for weights it's pretty decent and check can you get something that is quite affordable and that you can use in the future so if you made it this far just to say thank you really appreciate it if you enjoyed the podcast i'd really like it if you could drop me a share on instagram just say this podcast was pretty helpful kind of helped me just overall because that helps the channel grow quite substantially i feel to be honest i've done some analysis of what is the best way to grow a podcast and i think the natural algorithms of spotify and apple Podcasts aren't that really great and i think the best way to do it is through a couple of shares on instagram or other kind of social media platforms like linkedin until the next episode i just say huge thank you again you know this is really appreciate i hope that this was somewhat valuable i hope this wasn't just absolute meaningless bullshit of 30 minutes of your time and until the next episode thank you and goodbye